A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, just a quick message before you start listening to this podcast. Did you know that all of our Red Men Plus content also comes in podcast form? Not only do you get access to all the videos, you also get access to all of our podcasts too. They will download directly into your native app so you can get them on the go. So don't miss out on any more Red Men content. Sign up at redmenplus.com and like I say, get all of these amazing podcasts directly into your device. Right, I hope you enjoy this show. Hello everyone, it is the build-up show, here we go again, sort of. Uh, I'm Paul Machen, Sam Walker, John Machen, join me in the studio for this one as we look ahead to the Community Shield. I'm making a special effort this season to call it the Community Shield, not the Charity Shield, even though it's, in my head, there's always been the Charity Shield and we'll, I'm going to have a real battle with this one. Um <laughs> We're going to discuss what Liverpool's options are, some of the struggles that manager might have to face in terms of team selection because Liverpool play not once but twice this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, and how important are those games to the manager uh, and what kind of teams we will go for in both of them. Um, we will come to in due course. If you are live uh, with us here on YouTube, you can use the comments section to interact with us. If you're over on Twitter right now, come over to YouTube and join us live in the comments section uh, where the show will continue. Um, but yes, let's dive into it then Sam um, and yeah the footy is back apparently um, it's all ready to go it's the t- community shield 50p um, it's the big 50p um, it's uh, the fact that we've got the Strasbourg game on the Sunday as well mm. adds into the the sense that we always have and we've always had this, this thing of it's not a proper competitive game it's not a proper piece of silverware it is a piece of silverware it's Manchester City it is a big game it is the two best teams in the country going head to head this is the welcome to the madness it all begins again yeah I, I would liken it to the first round you're playing in the League Cup where Klopp's like oh gotta play this game and then when you get there it's like oh hello right I want to win this now Yeah. so I think yeah it's Man City so it makes all of us want to get, get a result want to win but realistically, when you when you pull yourself away from the fandom, from the the, the cultness of it, of it all, tribalness of it all, I think it is the fact we've got another game twenty four hours later shows where the club really value this. Mm-hmm. Do I want to win it? Hell yes, because we haven't won it under Klopp, and I just don't want to lose to City. If yeah. we were playing Borussia Dortmund in a random game, I wouldn't care. Yeah, but I want to win this game purely because it's City. Yeah, no, I, I, and that's a big big part of it, isn't it? That I can't help but feel like it's an indicator for the season and it, it it isn't in some regards you know we've lost to City in the Charity Shield and Community Shield in recent years we lost to Arsenal on the way you know we've had good seasons that have followed it we've had horrendous seasons that have followed it um, but to the point I I want I want us to win it I, I do I've not, I've not gone to see us win at yeah, Community I mean Shield I think before. you're both right I mean I've, it used to be a big game the Charity Shield yeah. when it was the Charity Shield I went to loads of them and they were fantastic football matches between two top teams. Um, but it's not like that now, you know. And But, you know, it is City and therefore you never want to lose to City. You know, you, you want to put a team out good enough to at least, you know, give them a game. And, you know, the thought of putting out all the kids and getting beat 8-0... You know, no one wants that, you know, even if it's actually better for the club. Yeah. You don't want it. You want us to give them a... I mean, I think there was a, the last time we played them, they scored early and then we battered them for the rest mm. of the game. Yeah. Just couldn't score. Yeah. And it was so heartbreaking not to uh, at least get the draw. No, we won on, we yeah. on pens, didn't we? We, we lost on pens. Because yeah. yeah. that was but, that, you're right in that game because you know. we, I mean, Gomez had a bit of a, a, slug, a sluggish start to that game and then at half-time we threw a load of the, the other, other yeah, lads on and we... we 
we blitzkrieged them and it had that feel of if the game had gone on five more minutes or if there had been extra time we probably would have comfortably won mm. won that game in the end and then it goes to pens and we don't and we don't win. Yeah. Am, am I right in saying there was an unbelievable clearance off the line Can't the last yeah. minute? Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I, it's like one of those things, you know, on the back of I think I think we did well to kind of muster ourselves at the end of the season after the Champions League disappointments. I thought the the, the, the trophy parade was a, was a brilliant thing. It was exactly what I needed as a fan at the end of things. And But it'd be nice to to just help, you know, continue that progress of, right, let's just go and get this bank. There's no, there's no open top bus tour for a charity shield. It doesn't. But what I, what I think it's important is, or it could be important, when you have one next summer, it's on there, you know what I mean. That's one of the things that the lads are holding and showing to the fans when we're when we're celebrating a league title at the end of the season, or we're celebrating another Champions League or whatever. Liverpool, with by winning the FA Cup, Dad, and winning the League Cup, showed to me last season that we now care about just adding to our tally of silverware. Well, this is not a big one, but it's. But they it's always say, don't they? Once you win trophies, you just want to win more. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what they are. I mean, it's like Mourinho. He, he'll take anything. He'll win anything. <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll have it. And because he's a winner. And, you know, it's, it's just like that. You do want to win it. Yeah. Uh, particularly, again, as a city, and it'll be a nice little... We'll go... If we get beat, we'll all say, it doesn't make any difference yes. for this season. But if we win it, it'll be, oh, well, we've shown City what's coming, you know, and all that. Yeah. You know, it's just the way fans are. Yeah. You know, you build it up or you, you build it down. Exactly. And you, you get... you. We can decide how we feel, how we want to talk about it after the game can't we Sam ultimately mm. is that is the point and you're right you know for the people at 50 or 1000 or whatever it is in, inside the King Power Stadium not Wembley um, of course which everyone needs to remember and I keep forgetting of course which I need to remember before I go too far down the M6 yeah. um, on, on Saturday but it's it's there it's a game it's a, it's a competitive game of football ish against Manchester City and you don't want to lose I wouldn't want to lose a kick about in my back garden mm. to Man City at this point because I think there is there is a psychological value to it and how Liverpool approach this I think will I think because how we are, are going to approach this season I think is that we're going to just look to pick up where we left off I think Liverpool are going to are go on a, a hard burn until mid-November mm-hmm. and they're going to try and have everything they want to They want. To, I think they want to be top of the league by the time we break for the World Cup and I think they'll want to be obviously comfortably comfortably qualified from the Champions yeah. League as well I don't know that City I think City have in recent years we've seen them they, they start the season a bit more slowly but gather yeah. steam as we go I think this is why it's important to us a little bit because it sets a little bit of you want to show the world that City are fallible I think yeah. I think it's more important this season than anything. and they've had bigger problems than we have in pre-season I don't think they've played many games I was trying to look today a couple two, yeah, yeah two games two. And they, yeah one nil two but not, not fantastic performances they just run out same as us They've also had three or four players that have had to train with the 23s because of the COVID, um, you know, licensing issue about travel and stuff like that. So it's not been easy for them. So we've got an opportunity to go into this game. And I'm right in saying this. We haven't lost um, against City in a game of football in front of fans or proper game of football, pr- pr- top league football since the Charity Shield. And we actually haven't lost to them um, in front of fans for in normal time for a very long time I think it was that 2-1 game you know the, the, the inch over the line or whatever it was so we've got a good record with it in a normal game of football against Man City and it's another thing of last time we played these in this game Klopp made Henderson and the team stay out and watch City lift the trophy yeah. the, the community shield he made them watch it because it's that hunger yeah. so I think there'll be a little bit of us wanting to Take that back off them from that game as well. Yeah, absolutely, and and, and you know, it, we the, the the champions wall has become such a central piece of Liverpool iconography in the last seven eight years. You know, the it's great social media content when they've got the guy out there updating the numbers. Community Shield's on there, you know. Is it? You know, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's all, well, it's certainly in the way that you know, it's not a major trophy, is it? But you yeah. know, it, it's it's the kind of thing that we 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 talk about, you know, in our Liverpool adding numbers to, to things. Just do it, just do it, go go and add it, and you know, it, it's, it's another thing where you can have a photograph of Jurgen Klopp mm. with all the trophies and thing, bits mm. of silverware that he's worn in his time at, at Liverpool. Fine, I, I'm absolutely I'm absolutely fine with it. I, I say I say go for it. Um, Hendo, 10 Years of Red, a three-part podcast series looking back at the amazing career of Liverpool captain Jordan Henderson. Featuring the likes of Jurgen Klopp. He's brilliant in small spaces. He's absolutely brilliant footballer. So that's 
Yeah, why we play him in such decisive positions like six and other and other things. Steven Gerrard. Look, I think when you when you sign for Liverpool and you come out of your city, i.e. Sunderland, at such a young age, you're going to have your moments and you're going to have times where you need some support and it's not really working out. Sir Kenny Dalglish. For me to present it to Jordan was a, was a huge honour for me. To give a special trophy to a special guy that a special football club is, it doesn't get much better, does it? Jamie Carragher. What you noticed right away was sort of the personality, the character of, of the player as well was pretty good and pretty special. So you knew he'd have half a chance because of that. And Trent Alexander-Arnold. When I first went and trained with him, like he blew me away how good he was technically. And like, I was kind of like, whoa, I didn't realise he could like, play like that or he, he could do that. Hendo, 10 years of red. The amazing three-part podcast series, available now on Redmen Plus. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Right, before we dive in, because I'm sure the comments are filled with it, I can't even bring myself to look at them. Correction, I have to correct myself. The Charity Shield is not on the Champions Wall because it's not a proper trophy. Um, <laughs> because if we did, we'd, uh, we, and we can't, afford to, we can't afford to bring it on there because Man United have got six more than us. Oh, um, yeah. So that would, that would wipe out our advantage in terms of honours. Uh, so yeah, we were... Uh, more to the point, it's just a thing, isn't it? It's a silver thing that Liverpool have won 15 times before. Uh, but out of interest, I got the total stats up. We've won it 10 times technically, and we've shared it five times. So whenever people talk about it, we talk about it all the time, you forget this, that we're not a million miles removed from it being like the equivalent of like the um, the Pirelli The Cup. Western Union. Well, yeah, the Western yeah. Union <laughs> Cup we shared with Sport and Lisbon, that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's what maybe maybe one step up from that, because you do put it on your air. You will, they will put it on the bus tour at the end I mean and Gerard Ullier was very keen to kind of add it to the to the oh, major yeah. trophy hall when we won the treble and all that kind of stuff fine and the City had the City had the four middables when they won oh, their yeah. domestic or domestic trophies so whatever why not I want to <laughs> win it because I want to see Liverpool win I want to see Liverpool beat Man City and the byproduct of that is us lifting a big 50p we're, we're all cool with that right yeah <laughs> as well we should be um okay sad um yeah, injuries. Jürgen Klopp uh, is doing his press conference 2 p.m. Thursday, which is unfortunately slightly before, uh, slightly after we're doing this show. Uh, but you will be able to get that press conference on our YouTube channel and uh, on podcasting services if you just search for Redman on, you know, the likes of Acast and Spotify and iTunes and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, you can get that after the fact if you want to get involved with this. Um, as it stands, going into this after the Salzburg game, there are doubts still of Allison, Diogo Jota, Costa Simicast, and Alex Oxley Chamberlain. Um, Allison, I've been speaking to Neil Jones on Jano Insight. There's a slight chance he might be available for this game. Jota seems... I think he's been ruled out yeah. already. Same as Ox. Simicast was a, was a knock, so he might be in contention, albeit I don't think he would start this one anyway, Sunday. Sam. Yeah. Full of the two. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, the Allison one is the is the thing that might take the shine off this, because we kind of saw this with the FA Cup with City. Yeah. It, them having Stefan in goal was a was mm. to their detriment in a or big way. Kelleher being out as well. What's, exactly. what's wrong with him? He's had a, he's had an injury, a muscle injury, I think, since like the early oh. days of, of pre season. Okay. So he's he, I think, in terms of order, Allison's most likely to be back. Mm. 
followed by Callahan, and then of course Adrian played the full ninety on mm. on Wednesday night, so he'll be he'll play. Yeah, you probably, know, if yeah. the, if neither of the other two are there, that that's the one thing that might take the shine off it a little bit and add to the, again the trepidations around this stuff. It, it is what it is. Look, Adrian's a good shot stopper. He's a well integrated member of the side. If he has to play, he has to play. The alternatives are a bunch of untried children. Mm. Uh, as, as impressive as Harvey Davies has been in the, in the few cameos we've seen of him so far, it's one we'll have to swallow if, if Allison's mm. not available. Yeah, and, and let's be honest, when Adrian's on form, shall we say, he's done he's done a good job for us. Mm. You know, you don't want to rely on him over a, a period of time, but if we're going to pick a game across the season in the competitive and inverted commas games, this is the one, isn't it? It's like, right, okay, we, we'll, we'll, we'll gamble you in the 50p game and if we win it, great. If we don't and it's your fault, at least we know we've got two of the goalkeepers that'll be available within the next weeks probably to, to come back. Um, but yeah, I'm absolutely fine with it and I think prob- that probably comes down to the fact that if this was the League Cup final or the FA Cup final, you'd be like panicking because yeah. you'd be worried but as you say, the, the, the platform that it's on I'm okay with it, and he's been playing, so he'll be fresh, he'll be ready. Yeah, and he's got. And he'll good. give us an instant improvement in the side, you know, when he comes back. Allison, yeah, Allison, yeah, yeah. 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 He's got a look at the thing. Well, to add in as well, he's got good history in Super mm. Cups, hasn't he? You yeah. know what I mean. Two two winners of other competitions coming together, playing a That's game. It. Penalties, Adrian Hero yeah, calling it right now. It. <laughs> um, look, it'll, it'll be what it'll be. Fingers crossed for Allison, but it's one of those situations where. Fulham's next week mm. you, you want him back for that and so nothing nothing is more important than the long term fitness of Alison Becker particularly if Cleveland Hell is not going to be available uh, you know in, in a shorter mm. time frame so I mean and that, and that and to your point that will speak to the how important this game is and Strasbourg is mm. if he doesn't make the if he doesn't make Saturday you're not I can't see unless they want to get him a game yeah. it'd be unlikely that a day would make a big difference to his Rehabilitation, so we'll be able to see on that one. Um, there are some big decisions to be made for this one, and uh, least of all because again, there's two 11s plus subs to pick. Do we think that this is just this is basically his Fulham team? He goes as as close to what he's going to start the season with here, and then and that's what that's what this is effectively. Well, I mean, looking at the preseason games, he clearly has got two teams, you know, a first team and the, the next lot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the only other option is you mix them up. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, in the past he's done that, but he's not been doing that in the last few games. He's been definitely picking his first eleven and playing them at some point in the game together. Yeah. And so I suspect, and he's talked about giving teams ninety minutes for the first players, ninety minutes for the first yeah. time, which makes me think he is going to play his Fulham team. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. And and, and again, you know. Yeah, the five the five sub thing is, is going to be impactful mm. in all this because you can go stronger, you can mix things up, and there's a number of players there on on the fringes. But it looks to me like I think let's say let's say he uses all five, and I don't know that he will. Sam, mm. it strikes me that he'll probably have a strong six, a really strong sixteen. Yeah, and between this game and the Fulham game. 11 of those 16 will definitely be mm. the starters. You can't, I can't see there being a wild outside shout yeah. in this one. And, of course, it gives you a little bit of scope for players coming back or maybe players picking up little knocks in, in, in the short term. But the, the fact that it's a full night, it's the first full 90 for a lot of these lads, that's... That's the job of pre-season, mm. and that's where it's tough to analyse this one. And I think we need to be careful of how we analyse it during the game and post-game mm. as well. Is the real business starts next week? We want to win it as we for all the reasons we've discussed previously. But this is all part of a carefully managed sort mm. of fitness regime to to start to peak when we get into August. Yeah, hundred percent. Interesting, you were saying there about about the, the starting eleven being this Fulham team. The only thing I would kind of argue, and you covered it really when you said you're 16, was it's almost two very different games of football, isn't it? I think that that might be the only thing that would change, because what he'll also want to do is play a team against City that he might li- likely play against City at two, three, maybe four times this season. We might have to play them again. So. I think he'll probably still start a team that he feels is the right team to play against Man City, even though it's a friendly. And maybe against Fulham next week, you might see, like for instance, just a spoiler alert, I wouldn't pick Carvalho to start, but he may well play against Fulham because he may feel that that slightly extra 
extra attack and threat, or that might be Elliot that m- might be more suited to next week. So I agree with you is that that 16 that you're probably likely to see on Saturday will more than likely make up plus Allison the, the 11 that we see against Fulham. Yeah. And, and what you'll probably find is the back four and goalkeeper don't move. Maybe even Fabinho don't move at all in the game. They stay and play the 90 minutes and he rotates some of the lads up top who then maybe as a consequence, maybe the only like Carvalho might only play fifteen minutes on Saturday, so we'll play seventy-five on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 certainly fascinating because, as ever with preseason, that we get little glimpses here and there, and then we get sometimes we get a bit enamoured, maybe overly enamoured well, at times with I certain mean, players. You shouldn't get carried away with some of the younger players you see because you'll never see them again until <laughs> at least until next se- next preseason. Oh, yeah, but the likes of Cavalio. Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, mm. you know, you're going to see them and they're going to play a part this season, uh, particularly Cavalier from what I've seen of him. And that second string actually looked much more dangerous in those preseason games than the, 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 the first team guys. Yeah. You know, and maybe because there's something different. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, proof. you know, so, and I reckon you are going to chop and change your forwards as the season goes on to get goals. Yeah. Because again, you know, we saw last night in the next, in that Salzburg preseason, the, the top guys were still struggling to mm. get through pack defence. Yeah. You know, and they've done that a lot, you know, uh, and maybe, you know, um, Klopp is thinking, well, the likes of Nunez and um, Cavallo are going to give us something a bit different. Yeah. You know? Well, that's it, you know, and again, go back to the five subs thing, is that you get to make bigger and more impactful changes potentially on there. You know, you... Say, you might only really mean net, we average one more sub a game. Yeah. Because really, what Klopp doesn't like to do, he doesn't like to make three subs. He doesn't like to make three subs because if you make three subs and then someone goes down in the last ten minutes of a football mm. match, you've got ten men on on the field. Yeah. But it might only add. But that that means all of a sudden that you've just got one more game changer. And some, I agree, someone like Javier Elliott being back and Carvalho in particular, they feel like they're just they're sitting there chomping at the bit, ready to just. Explode into yeah. the team a little bit more. How we use them in the ne- in the first couple of weeks is going to be telling because to, I think to the point I was making earlier, I think Liverpool are going to go for continuity at the start of this yeah. season. I don't. I, and I, the Jotter injury maybe changes this, but I've said all summer I didn't expect Nunes to start the season for Liverpool. I thought it would probably be Jotter or maybe Bobby Firmino that starts. But the question mark is, it's the Charity Shield. It's Man City. It's a it's a bit preseasonish. Do you do you tip? Do you give away? You know, put pull your cards a bit too far away from your chest and risk tipping your hand a little bit to City by by doing something different. I don't. I, the, the approach I, well, it's is like that all over the pitch because I mean, I get, last night he played Matip. I was really surprised he played Matip with Van Dijk. He's been playing Kinarte mm. all yeah. the time, and you're coming up against Hall. And I'd have thought Kinarte was the guy. Yeah, you know, big, strong, fast, and yet it looked like he, he was, you know, prime and Matip to play. Mm. So maybe he just what he wants Haaland to have a good game against. He, us he might not play Haaland though because <laughs> yeah. he's he's probably further behind Nunes. I know he scored. The goal he scored, but we've all seen it. He, he's given what he's had pre-season. He's probably further behind where where yeah. Nunes is. Fitness, game then, time. Then, then again, they've not got too yeah. much else, have they? I mean, Alvarez is in the same boat. Foden's been injured and hasn't Has he, played. Yeah. Um, you know, so I mean, Foden will have problems, I think, this season because him and Grealish are going to alternate. And now, how annoying is that when you've got an England World Cup coming up? You yeah. Know? And they'll both go to the World Cup, won't they? So, yeah. I mean, it, do you know what I can see happening in this game, Paul, is very similar to what happened the last time playing the Charity Shield. It'll be, it'll, it'll be a game of moments, so it'll be very sort of cautious, fitness, you know, patterns of play as we always see against City. But I can see almost a second-half wind where like, Naby, Elliot and Carvalho come on and almost give us so much energy that we didn't. I can actually see that happening. Yeah, because I thought the, the game at the Etihad and then the FA Cup semi-final, mm-hmm. I thought you saw... What Klopp and Co felt was his best eleven, and then when we got to the FA Cup, it was a bit like, okay, that's like two teams have almost negated each other. They've they've seen so much of each other. The FA Cup was a little bit of like, a, okay, we're going to start to kind of peel back what's and, and see a little bit of what's to come next. And Naby playing in the midfield was a little bit of that, and obviously uh, you know um, Diaz on the on the left, etc. I wonder whether whether this is that a game? Do we? 
you're right, do a bit of a 60-30 of, here's the old school midfield, the old school, Thiago, Fabinho, (laughs) Henderson, and then you go a little bit more brave and a little bit more attacking as the game Mm -hmm. goes on. Or do we say, well, actually, you know what, we'll start with the more like the the City semi-final one, and then if we need to firm things up as the game go on. But I think it's true the City always start fast. And they sort of go downhill as the game goes on. If you particularly if you can compete with them against us, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. So you know it it makes sense to actually switch things up a bit later in the game. Yeah, and as you say, that was exactly what we did in the Mm. in the draw and the ultimate penalty loss with them as we we went right. Okay, cool. Sounds Mm. game hasn't quite gone to the way we we would have had it. I mean, if you remember that game, we actually start very quick, but it's a lot of balls over the top. It's looking to get in, looking to get in behind while they're while they're pouring it on with us, and that's been our approach quite a lot. With, with City but I wonder how much that impacts the, the, the centre forward choice I mean we have to talk down with Nunes because uh-huh. it's going to be billed as Nunes it's going to be billed as Haaland and that's what Billing's going to be all mm-hmm. season long we're already seeing rival match touch compilations of whether it's the good touches is the bad touches is everything the, everyone's desperate for this to be a big thing I I think he will start this game but I don't think it. I don't. But I, I say I'm not sure he will start the full-on game. I don't think he'll start every game for us from from now on. For me, you know, it's a really interesting conversation to have in this in this one because I think the idea that he's done and finished has been massively over exaggerated. I've got a sneaky feeling he's going to have a really he good season. He looked terrific him. so far in preseason. I mean, yeah. he's back to his best in terms of his ability on the ball and his ability to pick people out. Bring them in the game. If if we have an, a midfield runner this she, this season, like we did with with Elliot, like even at times with Henderson, if we've got Bobby in the nine, and we've got another midfield runner that goes past them, that's real problems for an opposition team because what we all know what he does. We don't need to go into it too much. But if you've then got someone else almost swapping places with him, that can that can that's what City. That's why they cause you so many problems because the false nine drops in and the midfield bomb on. He, he can be a real problem there. With regards to Nunes, this this is a game for him for me. City will give us. I mean, how many times did Jota go almost go through against City away last year, and he just didn't have the pace to, you know, see out Stones or Diaz, whoever was playing Laporte. Nunes has got that pace. This could be a real game for him. Counter attack is your chance, lad. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I, 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 again, because of the the semi free hit nature of it, I don't think it matters. I think it's a good if you're the mission is to bed Nunes in, mm. and I think that's what that's what we need to do. We need to find a way to to have this continuity so that we don't misstep. You know, we need to be maximum points in in, in August, definitely. You know, mm. just to make sure you put a solid footing down. And I think the best way to do that would have been to rely on the lads who are well already well away. So you won't see Carvalho start, and you won't see much of Nunes starting, mm. but you will see him play. Mm. But you've also got to make sure he gets game time. So it it kind of seems like a good. You're right. It's a good opportunity. Is the best team in the league, mate. Go and get a feel for them. Go and see what they've got. We know they've had a few injuries defensively. You know they're they're probably not going to be hundred percent in terms of what they're putting out at the back. Maybe hopefully Diaz, Diaz just come back for that last game and um, Laporte had some issues. Has played. Yeah. Um, Laporte hasn't played. Stones hasn't Isn't played. There. He's not there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but you're right. It's probably not the worst thing. It's just again, it's the, the little fears and anxieties that live in our brains. I'm sure you don't. Have, it's a differing amounts. So you guys might feel this too but I just can't be arsed with this if he's not if he doesn't have a brilliant game if he doesn't score there's just that spotlight is magnified because it's Manchester City you know if you're playing Arsenal you're playing any other team I think in the, in this game I don't think it's just that it's the two big centre forward mm-hmm. moves the big two signings of the summer potentially involved Everyone's waiting there, you know, with with the, with the with the knives out, knife and fork, ready to make a meal out of whatever whatever they can from this. But then it's the pressure of playing for Liverpool, isn't it? And and, the, and realistically, of that battle, for those listening, I've just put my fingers up and pointed them down. Yeah, it's not really a battle, is it? It should all the pressure should be on Haaland here. Yeah, Nunes is a lad who's played for Benfica, did his thing, he's done some really good season last year. We've paid a decent amount of money for him. If we end up paying the money that's been imputed, he's he's been brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it works, isn't it? Haaland's costing City a lot of money, one point five million a month, a big fee, a big agent fee, a big reputation. He should be the one under pressure here. He should be the one as oh Haaland should be scoring, not not Nunes. Nunes is you know Nunes is basically for me. What I think is Diaz's beard at the minute. <laughs> it's like everyone was like, Diaz, 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 Diaz. Pressure was on him. And now we've got Nunes. 
that's just I think that's absolutely brilliant because what it's done is it's put from our, our perspective a lot of pressure on, on, on Nunes people are forgetting how good Mohamed Salah is he won every award I think last year and then you've got this kid Diaz who come in and blew the league apart like people are forgetting about them yeah so it's actually quite an interesting dynamic. I would, I would have to come. No, I, I, I think Harland, I mean, he's people are talking him as being like the next best player in the world. Him and Mbappe, yeah. you know, that is pressure. Yeah, and, and, and I agree on that. And, and, and so much as, and I've made this point all summer long, is that, and that's that's the it, it's slightly undone by Liverpool if by, if Liverpool do start Nunes to some extent, at least until we see a run of fixtures now when the season starts to open up a bit more for us. But I agree. I think all comparatively, the pressure is more on Haaland than it is on Nunes because City have gone all in on Haaland. They've let Sterling go. You know, they're, they're, Jesus, they're, yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and Jesus, and, they, and they're, they're changing their team style. They've gone from playing a full season without a centre forward to buying effectively two forwards mm. in him and Alvarez you know, so they're looking to change how they, they, they play I think Liverpool's a bit more of a subtle change I think we stylistically changed to have a more of a tip of a spear approach last year mm. but because it was Jotter and a bit of Firmino and what have you it wasn't quite as noticeable but we don't need him to be an overnight success for us Liverpool have bought Nunes for the next three years and they're hoping in three years time when he enters into his peak years we've got the best centre forwards mm. on the planet by that point Arlen needs to be the best player on the on the planet now now yeah. and 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 again with half, with half a game of football a pre-season under, under his belt before it there is a and lot of pressure it's a big step up as well from yeah. the Bundesliga to the yeah. Premier League I mean you know Sancho found that last year mm-hmm. you know you can't just walk in and expect everything to be perfect yeah, he's know. got to improve his fitness as well, yeah. and he's never won a golden boot, so mm. I think that's a lot of pressure because he's. Ex- I know Kane and Salah are a big, big, but he's favourite to win the golden boot this year. Yeah, it's weird. He's replacing Aguero like, after all. You know, yeah. that's pressure. Yeah, yeah. he's look, look. Erling Haaland is amazing. I'd have mm. loved Top Liverpool. Player. I'd have loved Liverpool to sign him. You know, and, and I'd be sat here probably finding ways to talk <laughs> down the pressure on him if he was a Liverpool player. I, I absolutely would be, and it's definitely my job to try him. Talk up the pressure on Manchester <laughs> City because because it is I I do believe it but it's um but yeah it's fascinating to watch it you know I, I do think back to those Charity Shield games over the years where you get the first glimpse of the big sign and think back to Shevchenko first, yeah, Shevchenko. Kenny's first goal yeah. well yeah but I think like I think like Shevchenko and Balak for Chelsea and Balak absolutely shit the bed in that game and ends up getting subbed off and stuff and it's a real welcome to the league for mm. these players and the good thing is as I say is I think Liverpool can be quite protective over Nunes in the coming weeks I'm not sure that City can afford to be protective of Haaland because I'm not I don't, well they'll, probably, they'll be fine the Man City they'll find a way yeah, to make yeah, it work yeah. but that is clearly a, a, a very big and, and it's a core sign and for them be interesting to see whether they do to him what they did to Grealish last year do they yeah. aff- can they afford to like not have him hit the ground running and we'll, see. we'll have to see um, we've got two 11s to put out over the weekend we're going to have a go at working out what they look like uh, another quick break from us uh, an amazing competition entered to its final few days uh, here's some details on that just a few days remaining this incredible club legend prize so anyone who signed up at club legend level on Redmen Plus has a chance to win this incredible 2001 UEFA Cup final Liverpool shirt signed by Emil Heskey and Jamie Carragher so if you are signed up at redmenplus.com as a club legend then your name is already in the prize draw if you sign up today or if you're a club captain and upgrade to club legend level from the end of the month you could be in the hat to win this incredible one-off prize yes welcome back i am um, for video viewers on youtube i have got it here it weighs an absolute bastard son um but it is a wonderful wonderful prize uh yes yeah, signed by Evan husky and and jamie carragher we're going to be doing the draw for net for this on tuesday's podcast live thanks Sam. um so yeah you got the last couple of days head over to redman plus either join up as a club legend or grade from club captain to club legend get your name in that draw and then we're going to be doing the draw live on the podcast on tuesday uh we've got another uh brilliant prize lined up for next month as well which is a signed Phil Thompson European Cup winner shirt uh, which is it's beautiful I'm, I'm, every now and again I say that, I feel like I say this a lot because we give away some boss prizes but I it's I, next month is, is 
beautiful. It's a be- it's a it's art. It's it <laughs> deserves to be put hung in like the Louvre, let alone uh, on your on your wall in your the man cave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the in the Louvre, yeah, yeah, it'll go on someone's loo wall, but it should be in the, the Louvre. My wife would definitely make me put it in the loo wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, sound. Um, yeah, I say go to redmanplus.com. If you're an existing subscriber, Club Captain, if you upgrade to Club Legend, you get in that, you get loads of extra bonus perks and features, including being in our Club Legend Discord. Uh, which we have throughout all the uh, the live shows as well, and then yeah, um, be part of a, a closer part of the Redman community this upcoming season. Right, okay, um, two eleven's here. I, th- I suppose we probably we'll go. We'll st- we'll try and name the eleven for Saturday, and probably as I said, maybe go up to sixteen. And then we'll see what's left, <laughs> and then we'll see if we then if that, and then we'll swing back around again and see if that informs anything. Um, the goalkeeper thing, not knowing, it's either going to be Allison or Adrian. If it's not Allison, it will definitely be Adrian, and if it's Adrian, it'll, I guess it'll be Harvey Davies on mm. Sunday. Yeah. So that's that. I suspect it might be that anyway. Yeah, I think so. Because I don't. I, this is the complication of this: is you've got to take a team down to London. I'm oh, sorry, to Leicester. <laughs> you've got to. You've got to prep for it. They've got to go through all the warm ups and all that. It's weird. They only really let kids then go and play the game. The next yeah. game, I think. I think we maybe did this with Ben Woodburn a few years ago, where he like maybe came on as a sub and then played in the, mm. in the game that followed. Um, so that'll be the goalkeeper. Robbo comes on at half-time versus Salzburg, Dad. Can't see any world, but that's not just him lining up against City. No, I mean, I think it's... I mean, the two teams he's had in pre-season, I think they're the two teams, basically. So um, run, run me through it then. What, what, who well, you starting I mean, the it? first team will be what's, what came on last night. It's going to be the goalie, whoever that is. It's going to be Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robbo, Thiago, Fabino, Henderson... Salah, Firmino, and Diaz. Okay, that's the first eleven. Canate might play the last. The only one play, I agree. Yeah. yeah, otherwise. And you know, you then have the question that you've just alluded to: which subs does he keep back from the game that he would start? If he all being well, he the second eleven would start this, this Sunday game, which would be the Harvey Elliotts. The Fabinho, uh, not the Fabinho's, the um, the Coutinho, not Coutinho. <laughs> Coutinho they look alike though, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, they do, yeah. yeah. Cavallo and um, Nunes, but you know, he's obviously going to keep some of them for his substitutions in the second half against yeah. City. Therefore, it looks very much like a very very young side on Sunday. It's the the problem we've got is that. He needs to be careful this Strasbourg game, and I think this is why it requires a little bit more thought than than most. Because if you're not, I mean, look, they've got a great attitude and a great mentality, and how they sell it to these players is going to be important. But there is a little bit of like, oh, I'm in the Strasbourg team, not in the Community Shields team, you know. So they have to be careful because I think the th- I think we've got four senior starting midfielders. First and foremost, locked in, and it's the three mentioned already, plus Nabi Cater. And any, th- you know, it could likely be Cater for either Thiago or Henderson. Yeah. You'd think Harvey Elliott is then in there, and Curtis Jones is in there, and obviously you've got uh, Milner will be in the conversation mm-hmm. there somewhere. But I don't know how close any of them are because we've seen Elliott played in the front three a little bit more in pre-season as well. Milner's only been playing a full-back, hasn't he? And uh, <laughs> I think he'll probably captain the I, second string. Yeah. I agree. I think Milner is, in, is nailed on for if Sunday. If Simicast is not fit, then sadly Milner's going to be playing left-back. Yeah, yeah. The, the only one for me where I look at it, there's two players where I'm looking at I'm thinking about the, where it'd be really interesting to see them in both days and it's Cater and Nunes if he starts Bobby as you suggest John I think um, does he play Bobby for 75-80 minutes and then bring Nunes on if that's the case Nunes has to play Sunday in my opinion just to keep them yeah. but does he really want to play Nunes with a, a, a very young side if he doesn't get a goal and either get you know there's the real I balance just, I just don't think from a, and I'm no sports science expert I don't think he'd literally play a, a senior football I don't think they can do that I, he, what, he 10 could minutes because 
you, even if it's only 15 minutes, you still, like, you need to recover mm. from the exertion of going, and it sounds stupid to, mo- to most of us, because we've been around for 15 minutes, what does it matter? <laughs> You've got to be primed as though you're playing 90 minutes, even if you don't play yeah. 90 minutes. So I wonder whether, to to, to to slight counter to the point we've talked about, about the substitutions from Salzburg, he might be an exception. Him and Canate, I think, are the potential two exceptions. And I think Cater, because they. And maybe Cater. His injury record, which he hasn't been injured for a while, by the way, we must say that, is probably still there in the back of Klopp's mind or in the back of the, the sports say He could do a bit of both, maybe, or if he only plays 10 minutes, he could maybe. Or, or does he start. But I think they'll be thinking about the other thing is, I mean, he did. I, I mentioned it before. He's, he has said these players are going to play 90 minutes for the first time, in, mm. you know, in pre-season. It may well be that that's what he does. He puts a team out and he says, you're on for 90 minutes, unless there's an injury. You're all going to play 90 minutes and, and to hell with it. You know, and that means he's got his second string to play 90 minutes. The yeah, next good day. point. He might do that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're thinking of it again as a competitive football yeah, match, we are. and he might not. Yeah, you know, he, this just might be the opportunity for the first time for these guys to play ninety minutes before the league starts. And there's also that the, the the additional thing, and it's probably not in terms of like the the list of what's most important in Klopp's mind and what have you ahead of the season. That Anfield game on Sundays. It means something. You know what I mean? It does actually mean the fact something. That it's at Anfield. Fifty four thousand yeah. fans there. Yeah, it's your last game before the season starts. It's an opportunity to create a, to foster a bit of positivity. Mm. What was what was interesting, I got up the, the teams from last season because obviously we did a very similar thing last summer. We played Athletic uh, Bilbao on the Saturday and then we played Osasuna mm. the day the, 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 the day after. We drew the first one against Athletic Club one all and then we played Osasuna. So the first the first team was the Saturday team was Allison, Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robertson, mm-hmm. Harvey Elliott, Milner, Cater, Salah, Jota, Mane started that game, and then the following game was Kelleher. The back four was Nico Williams, Canate, Gomez, Simicas. Mm-hmm. The midfield was Ox, Fabinho, Jones, and then a front three of Kate Gordon, Roberto Firmino, and Taki Minamino. And I wonder whether we're quite focused on this idea of and it being City might impact this because it's not a true friendly game. There might be one or two. So it might be like, for example, Fabinho starts, but he starts in a midfield of Cater and Carvalho, or mm-hmm. he starts in a midfield of Cater and Elliot. Mm-hmm. And and Henderson actually, I doubt it'll be Henderson because he's the captain, but you might find Thiago's maybe kept back for the game but after. Those two teams would suggest he's not going to do that. He's going to play two. Decent sides, you know, yeah. but not, but neither side was his sub, best. Do we 11. know what he did subs wise? Okay, the first game? so yes, we do. Um, so in the, the let me get let me get this absolutely right. We'll go back to the Athletic Bilbao game. <laughs> the substitutes that day on the first game, so it was a much stronger eleven. So just as a reminder, mm. it was Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robbo, Elliot, Milner, Keita, Salah, Jota, Mane, mm. and the subs were Reese Williams, Ben Woodburn, Owen Beck, Jake Kane, and Tyler Morton. The next day, but who came on? Anyway? They were no, the subs, the on. They were the subs on, so it was they all the kids on. that came on. All the kids came on. The right. next game, we started with a slight, with a, obviously a weaker side, but albeit one that had um, Fabinho and Firmino through the middle. Yeah. Thiago, Henderson, Origi, Penn Davies, I didn't even remember that. Uh, <laughs> Reese Williams came on again. Um, and Ben Woodburn, Owen Beck, Leighton Clarks, and Connor Bradley came into that. So that's my, but we might see it's whether we go. It's a 95 team, 95% team on Saturday and then a 5% yeah, team yeah, on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Or does he just cross over a little bit so you treat it maybe like you would like a when you've got a League Cup game against the second or third tier side and then a decent See, team? I mean, like during that. pre-season, he's played players together a lot. You know, the same players play together. So you get the likes of Cavallo, Elliot, Curtis Jones all playing at the same time, yeah. mm. and Nunez. Um, and you've got the likes of, you know, Salah and Trent and Bobby playing, Diaz playing together. Mm-hmm. And I wonder whether that's just the way he'll go. Yeah. You know, on Sunday we'll see Cavallo and Elliot and Jones and Nunez because they're now a group of players who play together. Yeah. I just don't see a world Nunez doesn't come on Saturday if he doesn't start. 
Yeah. I just, I just, the platform's yeah. too big. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's a real interesting. I think on Sunday, though, is you, if we mapped out our two best teams now, because we've got eight midfielders, you can do that and still put put, put uh, Milner right back. Mm-hmm. I think even Sunday's team could be Simakas, hopefully he's fit, uh, Gomez, say Canate on your team, John, and Milner with, with Harvey Davis and goal. You can still have a midfield of. What's the young lad came? Stefan. Pajetis. I think he could play because he's done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you could potentially have Elliot and you could have Carvalho or Cater if he doesn't play on the Saturday. It's still quite a strong team you could have out there. Yeah. yeah. You it, might find, just on, the, on this, I'm not sure it'd be 100% popular, but we've seen a bit more last season back end of Henderson Fabinho in rotation. Mm-hmm. So it could be a case of Henderson starts the six on Saturday and Fabinho. Is either on the bench or he starts the he starts the Sunday, and that allows yeah. you in doing that you can have quite a progressive midfield because it because it takes Henderson out of the eight, and yeah. that means you've got to fill it with a Cater or a Harvey yeah. Elliott potentially or a Curtis or a Curtis Jones. Yeah, I think it'd be, be I, I, one thing I guarantee is none of us will be able to predict. No, <laughs> what, I think what probably the only the only call is about Nunez. You know, is he getting? I remember Diaz coming on against City and changing. Uh, up the whole of our yeah. performance. Mm-hmm. I, I think, think he's nailed on. Yeah, you I know, think... And uh, so, you know, Nunes might be seen as someone who might do that if we need it. Salah's nailed on, Diaz mm-hmm. is nailed on. I think probably Thiago's Thiago. nailed yeah. on because I just think he wants to see what he likes him against Man City. I think that's what he's there for. Trent's nailed on, Robbo's nailed on, Van Dijk's okay. nailed on, and Adrian or Allison as the goalkeeper, depending mm-hmm. on fitness, will be nailed on. It's then why it's then what we'll never know is the X factor of what what how important Strasbourg is in terms of the overall fitness and, mm. and keeping things going because I just don't you know it's just don't think we want to get battered by we don't want to put a team of children out against Strasbourg no. it's it, it's odd it's very odd well, very you're odd not, you're not going to do that if, I mean yeah you know the likes of Elliot and Cavalier uh, are young but you know they're knocking on the first team door yeah. and therefore playing them against Strasbourg will. Mean you're putting out. In fact, they did better against Strasbourg the other night than the other lot. Yeah. Strasbourg, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's you're right. Salzburg, yeah, yeah, there's a good, there's a good opportunity there. But you need to balance it out a little bit. You do need a couple of senior players in there just to, just you do, you know. And and it's Jimmy it's, Milner. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's Jimmy Mil- Milner's tricky reds again, again. Early rounds, <laughs> league cup, league cup stuff. Yeah, it, it, it yeah, could be you, as simple. As that. You, do you know the way you just named that team? Then there was still about four or five MTs. I think that's where we're at now as a squad as well. I think that's the positive. It's like, like we are, I don't think we've got that 11 anymore where you go, that's the team. We know our best team, maybe one. Now it's like, there's probably four or five conversations to be had every week. I, I kind of hinted at it. I, I think there will be a little bit of gamesmanship in the team selection here. <laughs> I don't think Jürgen will want to put all of his, put his best 11 out here because I think he knows his best 11's capable have beaten Man City, but it, it's also but but it is a preseason game, and they have to think about the fitness of people, and they have to use the squad because again, we've been, if it really mattered, they'd have sacked that Strasbourg game off. I think, mm. you know, and they'd have maybe or they'd have moved it to like Wednesday, yeah. and then they'd have and then you've got a bit more option to play a few more of the, the fringe players. I yeah, that, that's my slight thing on this is that you'll go. It'll be a very very good team at the weekend, but I don't think it's I don't think it's the eleven that start on Saturday start Fulham mm. necessarily. I think it, but it, it might be ninety percent to ninety five percent, maybe. <laughs> I Who think knows? they really at the moment to start with the season. I think the only the only question mark is going to be if Canate or Matty play. Yeah, you know, I think the rest of it's nailed on for a game or two, and then Nunez will start making waves. I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's possible. Cavalio looks so good that he's going to start pressing up for that left-hand spot. Yeah, yeah, I'm really interested to see. You know, there's so many exciting players there. We did a uh, did a chat on Jero Insight with Neil Jones uh, earlier today, which is available in video and podcast form on Plus. There's a little segment on it that's going to be going on, on YouTube in the, in the next day or two, um, talking about Carvalho and Elliot and Jones and how important they're going to be to Liverpool's squad depth this season. And I, I like the idea of that of this this amazingly talented group of young lads who at the moment aren't they're not nailed on they're not going to play week in week out for us but at the minute they can all drop in at any given point but there's a chance that one of them or more could ignite and have this really exciting thing and it's it's going to be interesting to see where the club chooses to go you know what Strasbourg's their game 
Yeah. I'm gonna get I'm gonna keep them together, I'm gonna keep them chugging along. Or do you say to one of them, just dangle that carrot off? Actually, I'm gonna start one of you against Manchester City. You turn to Elliot and, and you, you, you turn to Cavalier and go. And you've got Elliot one. talking to these guys saying, Look, I started last season. Yeah, it doesn't definitely. matter how old or how you know yeah. if you're good enough, do you get a chance in this team? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very, very exciting stuff. Um indeed. Um yeah. So Sam, if you had to put I had to put it on the line. You go. You, you saying Fabinho over Nunes, or you saying Nunes for this one? I, I I think we might see Nunes just because, like you said, I think John's right with the team in terms of the best team to start where we are. But as you said, the the gamesmanship, the the fact it's not that important. I think he might just give Nunes the, the chance to go and do it. I think it's interesting. Um, just as we're doing this live, Ian Doyle uh, of the Echoes tweeted, Alison Becker has returned to training for Liverpool today ahead <laughs> of the Community Shield against Man City on Can Saturday. Can we start again? Can we start again? Yeah, well, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, Alison didn't want to do pre-season training. He'd rather just sit there. <laughs> yeah. uh, catch, catch some fish. Poor Adrian's gone through hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a leaving a little photo on Ian Doyle's Twitter of him dying. And, and saving stuff so yeah good very good I mean look at that that will add that will that will detract massively from our potential fears and anxieties around this game uh, but yeah really really, really good stuff indeed um, yes as mentioned the Englops press conference uh, will be live um, on the Liverpool content channels and all that kind of stuff at 2 o'clock we'll have it after the fact uh, if you're catching up with all that stuff on our uh, platforms for podcasts or here on YouTube as well if you'd like to see his face while he's saying all of these things um, yeah thank you so much for everyone who's joined us we need a score prediction uh, <laughs> for, what, for what it's worth I would like us to just batter these here dads this would be great if we could just win this game of football rather than the, the heartache of another penalty shootout in the Chelsea oh it's going to depend it's going to two one, okay. Pens. pens one one two 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 pens. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I, I, whatever. I just need this. I need. A, I Harlem hate, hate going to. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I go the King Power, but no. At least it's not full of Leicester fans this time. Yeah. Um, but I could really do with seeing us win this. So, I, but I, so I don't ultimately care. But I have I've, I've rem- I remember the last the Super Cup. I'm leaving Istanbul in pieces. We had that that's all because we because we had the Charity Shield and we had that and we went through two penalty shootouts in August before the season even started. We had a penalty yeah, shootout yeah. to win a piece of win before in July. You know, <laughs> it, like setting us up for the stress that was to follow. Uh, you know, I mean, some of these teams have already started a month ago playing in the European Cup. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, whatever. As long as we look, I want us to win. We all want us to win, right? Let's not try for that. We can make our excuses and delete this from the internet on Saturday night. <laughs> if it doesn't go well but right now right here I want Liverpool to win a big 50p and chuck it in the tr- and then we can like you know if we win another 6 or 7 then we can add it to the Champions Wall let's all be in agreement on that um, brilliant score predictions give me a 2 11s um, in the comments if you're on YouTube and if you want to tweet us you can do at the Redmen TV I will encourage you to come and join us over on redmenplus.com as well the Jordan Henderson 10 years of Red documentary series is now available in podcast uh, form in your ears it's been there uh, since last year we made it uh, probably the, it's well, not even probably it's by far and away the best thing we've ever made it's the best thing any independent media channel fan channel whatever you want to call them uh, has ever made around football uh, and it is now as a podcast as well so get the the thoughts of Kenny Dalglish and Jürgen Klopp and Trent Alexander-Arnold and Gareth Southgate and all kinds in between on the rise of Jordan from a youth player in Sunderland into Liverpool to becoming the captain to winning all of the trophies uh, so if you like podcasts you can get that right now anyway Anyway, gentlemen, thank you so much. An absolute pleasure. I will be at the King Power. If you see me, come and say hello. Me and Chloe will be there covering the game. Uh, and other than that, thank you so much for joining us. The season is sort of back, uh, and we're glad to be here. Hopefully Liverpool can pick up where they uh, ended the season in brilliant form up the nets. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that show. If you want even more Liverpool podcasts in your lives, do check out Red Men Plus. From as little as £5 a month, you can get tons and tons and tons of Liverpool content in podcast form. So yeah, go over to redmenplus.com, check out our amazing content. I'm sure you are going to love it.